What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Maddie Pace coming at you live from the Maddie Mo Show, the host, the most mojo, kicking off episode 447, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, episode 447, and we're about to take you to inspirational heaven. But if, if this is, however, your first time tuning into the Maddie Mo Show, thank you for lending me your ears and attention. Second off, hop into the iTunes podcast section where you can subscribe to the Maddie Mo Show and have every episode up there for free listening download. You can also hop on to MaddieMoShow.com where we got it going on with the Latest and greatest for your daily entertainment. I got some big things going on up there, ladies and gentlemen. Some of the dopest blogs you've ever seen in your life, and a whole lot more. So make sure you subscribe, become a member, and most importantly, enjoy. You can also catch me live on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, where you can also rate and review the show. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Google Play Music, Spotify, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Breaker, Castbox, Stitcher, TuneIn, Podbean, YouTube, The Maddie Mo Show, IG and Twitter at Maddie underscore Pace and Facebook app Maddie's Motivation if you need a little kick in the pants some inspiration ladies and gentlemen but without any further ado it is my distinct honor and pleasure to deliver straight to you episode 447 and tonight is entitled none other than Sunye Inspirations that's right if this is your first time tuning in you couldn't have picked a better show because every Sunday I'd like to give you a blast of some dope, positive, inspiring, impacting, and empowering news stories that you will not hear anywhere else, ladies and gentlemen. And that is a fact, Jack. You know what I'm saying? And all the stories for tonight's Epicast are brought to you by goodnewsnetwork.org. Once again, that is goodnewsnetwork.org. So be sure to go on and check them out. And the music that you hear in the background, the nice little ditties, you know what I'm saying, for this episode is brought to you by the fantastic music music channel on YouTube, and let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, they are indeed fantastic, so go throw them a subscription, and check out all their dope mixes they've got going on up there, but without any further ado, let's jump into the first story of the night now, shall we? Now, this first story that I have prepared for you is perfect for a lot of people out there, because so many people fall victim to stress. Day in, day out, all it is is stress, stress, stress. You know what I'm saying? Next, yet most choose to do very little to better the situation that they're in. And this next story has something that will help cure and rid you of that stress. But this isn't your ordinary pill. This is a much different kind of pill and prescription. So enjoy tonight's first story entitled, Stressed New study says you simply need a 20-minute nature pill, published by Good News Network on April 6, 2019. Taking at least 20 minutes out of your day to stroll or sit in a place that makes you feel in contact with nature will significantly lower your stress hormone levels. For the first time ever, researchers have conducted a study on the most effective dose of an urban nature experience to counteract the effects of modern stress. Healthcare practitioners can use this discovery, published in Frontiers in Psychology, to prescribe nature pills with the knowledge that they have a real measurable effect. We know that spending time in nature reduces stress, but until now it was unclear how much is enough, how often to do it, or even what kind of nature experience will benefit us, says Dr. Mary Carol Hunter, an associate professor at the University of Michigan and lead author of the research. Our study shows that for the greatest payoff in terms of efficiently lowering levels of the stress hormone cortisol, you should spend 20 to 30 minutes sitting or walking in a place that that provides you with a sense of nature. 
nature pills could be a low-cost solution to reduce the negative health impacts stemming from growing urbanization and indoor lifestyles dominated by screen viewing. To assist healthcare practitioners looking for evidence-based guidelines on what exactly to dispense, Hunter and her colleagues designed an experiment that would give a realistic estimate of an effective dose. Over an eight-week period, participants were asked to take a nature pill with a duration of 10 minutes or more at least three times a week. Levels of cortisol, a stress hormone, were measured from saliva samples taken before and after a nature pill once every two weeks. Participants were free to choose the time of day, duration, and the place of their nature experience, which was defined as anywhere outside that, in the opinion of the participant, made them feel like they've interacted with nature. There were a few constraints to minimize factors known to influence stress. Take the nature pill in daylight, no aerobic exercise, and avoid the use of social media, internet, phone calls, conversations, and reading, Hunter explains. She continues, Building personal flexibility into the experiment allowed us to identify the optimal duration of a nature pill, no matter when or where it is taken, and under the normal circumstances of modern life, with its unpredictability and hectic scheduling. We also accommodated day-to-day -day differences in a participant's stress status by collecting four snapshots of cortisol change due to a nature pill, says Hunter. It also allowed us to identify the account for the impact of the ongoing natural drop in cortisol level as the day goes on, making the estimate of effective duration more reliable. The data revealed that just a 20-minute nature experience was enough to significantly reduce cortisol levels, but if you spent a little more time immersed in a nature experience, 20 to 30 minutes sitting or walking, cortisol levels dropped at their greatest rate. After that, additional de-stressing benefits continue to add up, but at a slower rate. Healthcare practitioners can use our results as an evidence-based rule of thumb on what to put in a nature pill prescription, says Hunter. It provides the first estimates of how nature experiences impact stress levels in the context of normal daily life. It breaks new ground by addressing some of the complexities of of measuring an effective nature dose. Hunter hopes this study will form the basis of further research in this area. Our experimental approach can be used as a tool to assess how age, gender, seasonality, physical ability, and culture influences the effectiveness of nature experience on well-being. This will allow customized nature pill prescriptions, as well as a deeper insight on how to design cities and well-being programs for the public. So there you are, ladies and gentlemen. If you're suffering from the stresses of life, there is a surefire way to help better the situation. But just remember that if you're willing to complain, you must be willing to make a change or else nothing will truly get better or improve for you, no, ma no matter how many nature walks you choose, choose to take. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, now for our next story <clears throat> that is also pretty awesome. This is a true story of how a man who had a crippling disorder got one of the first surgeries to help him walk with his wife once more without pain. So enjoy this next article entitled, One of First UK Patients to Undergo This Surgery is 82 Years Old and He Did It to Walk with His Wife Once More. Published by Good News Network on April 5th, 2019. 
This 82-year-old Englishman was barely able to walk because of crippling osteoarthritis in his right ankle. Now, he is one of the first patients in the UK to receive an artificial ankle made from the materials of bulletproof vests, and he says that he did it so he could walk arm-in-arm with his wife once more. Neil Shuttleworth says he has gotten his life back thanks to the high-tech surgery which uses plastics in the vests to create a hard-wearing implant. Problems began for Shuttleworth when he tore ligaments in his left ankle after accidentally stepping into an unseen pothole while on holiday in Cyprus several years ago. The pain steadily worsened until it became unbearable due to bone-on-bone contact. Shuttleworth took regular doses of painkillers until he got a consultation at Spire Leeds Hospital and was diagnosed with severe primary osteoarthritis in his ankle joint. Thankfully, his options for treatment included a newly available total ankle replacement surgery. Shuttleworth, who is a retired printing specialist from Huddersfield, West Yorkshire, self-funded the ankle replacement surgery since it is not currently available on the NHS. When he finally opted to undergo the surgery, he says it is because he had just one ambition, to walk down the promenade de la Croissette in cans eating ice cream with Christine, his wife of 34 years. When my surgeon asked me what I was wanted from the operation, I said I wasn't expecting to run a marathon, but I wanted to be the best I could be for my age, says Shuttleworth. I said I would like to walk along a promenade hand-in-hand with my wife eating an ice cream, but without the pain I had lived with for far too long. The photo that they have taken up on the Good News Network shows them doing well and was titled Mission Achieved, and they sent a copy of that to his surgeon. The surgery, known as a Rebelance Total Ankle Replacement, uses polyethylene materials that are used to make bulletproof vests, but with extra added vitamin E, since the hard-wearing implant is made from the durable plastic fibers, it is expected to last much longer than current replacements. Prior to his surgery, Shuttleworth had always led an active lifestyle which involved running and cycling across the UK and Europe. After he stepped into the pothole, which was several inches deep, he says he could not walk more than a few hundred yards as the pain as his ankle was so severe. I knew I had to do something about it. My condition had become intolerable. I had virtually no cartilage, and if I went over my ankle, the pain was agonizing, says Shuttleworth. I have now got my life back. The senior is now one of the first patients in the UK to undergo a Rebelance total ankle replacement operation. After using crutches and wearing a special walker boot for the six weeks following his surgery, Shuttleworth underwent a strict six-week physiotherapy regime. He is now able to walk a couple of miles, and he uses a treadmill on an incline setting in order to build his fitness levels even further. He recently celebrated his renewed mobility by fulfilling his lifelong dream of flying in a Spitfire plane. It was a never-to-be-forgotten experience as I took the controls for quite a while before the pilot took over again and performed the famous victory roll. It was exhilarating. Professor Nick Harris, who performed the surgery, said, The use of e-poly with its better wear characteristics is an exciting development and will hopefully mean ankle replacements will last longer. The results of Neil's surgery are excellent and there is at least an 80 to 90% chance the ankle replacement will survive for at least another 10 to 15 years. So how about that, ladies and gentlemen? A very inspiring and amazing story for that man right there at the young age 
age of 82. I mean, stories like that just bring a serious sense of joy to my heart and a smile on my face. But now on to the next and final story of the evening. This new scientific find does a lot more than make a fashion statement, but it could be used to prevent something very harmful from happening to all of us. Enjoy this next article entitled, That's So Smart. <laughs> so you hear that? That's so smart. Scientists develop new threads that can change color when harmful gases are in the air. Published by Good News Network on April 4th, 2019. These color-changing threads of fabric could become a brilliant new form of protection for workers and employees who work in close proximity to dangerous gases. Engineers from Tufts University have developed a novel fabrication method to create dyed threads that change color when they detect a variety of harmful gases. Woven into clothing, smart gas-detecting threads could provide a reusable, washable, and affordable safety asset in medical, workplace, military, and rescue environments, they say. The study published today in the journal Scientific Reports describes the fabrication method and its ability to extend a wide range of dyes and detection of complex gas mixtures. The researchers demonstrated that the threads can be read visually or even more precisely by use of a smartphone camera to detect changes of color due to analytes as low as 50 parts per million. While not replacing the precision of electronic devices commonly used to detect volatile gases, incorporation of gas detection into textiles enables an equipment-free readout without the need for specialized training, the researchers say. Such an approach could make the technology accessible to a general workforce or to low-resource communities that can benefit from the information the textiles provide. The study used a mag mag uh, I can't even pronounce that a manganese-based dye MNTPP methyl red and bromothamol blue to prove the concept. I don't know who the hell comes up with the names of all these chemicals. You know what I'm saying? MNTPP and bromothamol blue can detect ammonia while methyl red can detect hydrogen chloride. Gases commonly released from cleaning supplies, fertilizer, and from chemical and material production. A three-step process traps the dye in the thread. The thread is first dipped in the dye, then treated with acetic acid, which makes the surface coarser and swells the fiber, possibly allowing more binding interactions between the dye and tread. Finally, the thread is treated with <laughs> polydimethylsiloxin. We're just going to call it PDMS, which creates a flexible physical seal around the thread and dye, which also repels water and prevents dye from leaching during washing. Importantly, the PDMS is also gas permeable, allowing the analytes to reach the optical dyes. The dyes we used work in different ways, so we can detect gases with different chemistries, said Samir Sankasal, professor of electrical and computer engineering at Tufts University School of Engineering and corresponding author of the study. But since we are using a method that effectively traps the dye to the thread, rather than relying so much on binding chemistry, we have more flexibility to use dyes with a wide range of functional chemistries to detect different types of gases, he said. Sankasal 
Wales team used simple dyes that detect gases with acid or based properties. The tested dyes changed color in a way that is dependent and proportional to the concentration of the gas as measured using spectroscopic methods. In between the precision of a spectrometer and the human eye is the possibility of using smartphones to read out and quantify the color changes or interpret color signatures using multiple threads and dyes. That would allow us to scale up the detection to measure many analytes at once or to distinguish analytes with unique colorometric signatures, said Sankasail. The threads even worked underwater, detecting the existence of dissolved ammonia. While the PDMS sealant is hydrophobic and keeps water off the thread, the dissolved gases can still reach the dye to be quantified, said Rachel Oyoung, lead author and graduate student in the Tufts Department of Chemical and Biological Engineering. As dissolved gas sensors, we imagine smart fabrics detecting carbon dioxide or other volatile organic compounds during oil and gas exploration as one possible application. Since repeated washing or use underwater does not dilute the dye, the threads can be relied upon for consistent, quantifiable detection many times over, the researchers said. Goddamn. You know what I'm saying? Science. Am I right? If it ain't the words, it's the, the invention. That's all I'm saying. But seriously, some people have such amazing ideas and minds, and I'm so happy and thankful that they can bring their vision to life to help improve and save other people from something harmful happening. Now, for more stories and quotes, be sure to check out goodnewsnetwork.org once again, and feel free to share this epicast and many of the ones up there as you please. But before I close tonight's Sunny Inspirations out, I'd like to leave you with the quote of the day on GNN's page, as always. And tonight is, the things you do out of truly loving it and wanting to enjoy your life are also the things that are sensible business. And that was by Francis Ford Coppola. And I want to wish that man a very happy 80th birthday because today is his birthday. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the final thoughts. So stick around because that's coming at you live in three, two, one. Let's get it. With each day we are blessed to receive comes limitless opportunity. Whether it is given, earned, or received, opportunity is something we should all strive for. Understand that we are our own authors to the story of our life. We are given the book, but it is up to us to fill the pages. The only way to make it interesting, however, is to get out and experience more of what this life has to offer us from places to people. A lot of times we become reluctant and a creature of habit, but there are at times small glimpses of opportunity where we can have a chance to change the course of the path we're traveling. Now nothing comes easy at first, but then again, why should it? We are here to learn and grow both independently and from other people. Some of the best moments you will ever have in life are ones shared with those who matter or just happen to be in the right place at the right time. I don't believe in chance. I believe in fate. We all have a story to tell and many pages to write that are ahead of us, but it's what you're willing to do as the author to make it worth reading. Go out each and every day, create the opportunity, live in the moment, but most importantly, live your life. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for tuning in to tonight's episode 447 Sunday Inspirations. You already know what it is. And tomorrow morning, bright and early, 6 a.m., Monday Pump Up, coming at you live just at the bar high for the day and the tone for the week. So make sure you check right back in tomorrow morning for that little pump up to wake your rump up. All right, ladies and gentlemen, but this is Maddie Pace coming at you live from the Maddie Mo Show, the host, the most mojo, saying one life, one love, I'm out.